0: Welcome to the Degenerate Nation podcast I'm here with comedian Greg Stevens. What's up Greg? Hey, what's happening man? What's up, it's been a
1: while? Yes, yes, it's been a, been quite a while What have you been up to man? Oh man, uh, a lot of stuff um, Just uh,
2: recently launched uh, my, my uh, entertainment company Pearl
1: Drop Entertainment Is it, It's not porn? It's not porn uh, A lot of people uh, get that confused I think that's another company yeah, um, But, you know, maybe later down the line, you know... You gotta branch out, you know. Yeah, in my, in my golden years, we might branch <laughs> out. Asian and, you know. markets are very important. Okay, no, this is not the top market. I, you know, that's... No, never, no, no.
2: You know,
0: the, the, the poor there gets a little strange, yeah. so I, I stay <laughs> away from that. You know, they only make comic book movies <laughs> so now, so they can get... Yeah, you know, it's like, by the, yeah, the octopus, what uh, what is it, was a hentai. hentai? Yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, neither I, one of us has gotten to that point when nah. we're, like, gonna go with hentai yet. Nah, I, I think that's when your career crashes. Yeah, when, and then it has an amazing resurgence. <laughs> and you're like, I'm gonna own it, I'm a hentai guy now. Uh, yeah, don't want to don't be that guy. So this is a legit entertainment company you're gonna watch. Yeah, this okay. is,
1: this is very legit, um, stand-up comedy, music, film um uh, we're, we're going to tackle it
2: all and the first uh project under pro
1: drop entertainment is my dvd uh 50 shades of black man
0: <laughs> uh which some may confuse as a porn movie yeah
1: um uh, but no it's it's a stand it's a stand-up comedy movie uh film um uh, written and produced by myself um Directed by Taylor Creative, uh, a good friend of mine, Tommy Taylor Jr. Awesome. Um, had the pleasure of having some of my closest uh, comedic friends um, to also partake in it. So I've been focusing on growing the business and getting the name out. Uh, that's where most of my time has been.
0: Nice. As of late. Yeah. So uh, your your friends fluffed for you, and then you came on. Ah! As, as- <laughs> Tell so me about black mayonnaise. Get yeah.
1: Okay. So, uh, black mayonnaise is is actually uh, the name of a geriatric stripper, which, <laughs> is, uh, which is part of my is it's a signature joke of mine that I've done for years. Yeah. And it, it kind of stuck with a lot of people. So, when people didn't know my name, but they heard that joke, people would just call me, "Hey, black mayonnaise," you know. I uh, like, my name is Greg. Hey, we're at the right. DMV, no, like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, that's black Man. Names, <laughs> you know. But, um, so it's it just kind of stuck, and it's, it's one of those things where you can't say it without smiling. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's a bit juvenile, but... uh you're the right place to promote right. juvenile anything. <laughs> yeah, so it's it, it, it stuck for a while, and um, I have fun with it, you know. One of the good things about it is that when people who have never heard of it hear it,
2: and they asked me, well, what's black mayonnaise? I got so many different definitions. Yeah. Like, I've I told people it's the name of my heavy metal band, uh, <laughs> it's the
1: name of a cologne I've recently released. All of it's farms. But, you know. I, I'd I, wear I, that cologne. <laughs> wow, that smells good, sir. What is yeah. that? Well, that's black man. That's black
0: mayonnaise. <laughs> you smell that musk? <laughs> that, that, that sweet musk. That man musk. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I want that all over me. i just going to buy a van and drive around with, with an air freshener of black
1: mayonnaise. And right. And just have a slogan on the side of the van say, have you had your black mayonnaise
0: today? Yeah.
1: Yeah. You get a lot of response.
0: How's my you? driving also?
1: And a baby on board. Thing. It's really confusing. Yeah, be like, wait a minute, there's too much stuff going on in this van. And definitely curtains <laughs> on the van. Where did that hand come from? <laughs> yeah. But um, it's 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 been it's been a um, a beautiful experience so far. Um, it's it's a tedious process, yeah. But you know I, I love it, man. I, I've been doing comedy off and on uh, roughly fifteen years now. So now I'm to the point where I really have to make it work. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So my thing is, um, you know, they, for every comic they tell you. You either have to leave the city that you're from, unless you're from L.A. or New York. Yeah. You kind of have to
0: leave to get to that next level. Those lucky motherfuckers, if yeah, they have yeah. like a, a base there, like a family, <laughs> right. something to ground them there, they they seem to do better. Right. With, right. Going to those places. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you have somebody there, that's always better, but the average comic don't. Yeah. So, you know, unless they know another comic that lives there, that... Yeah. Used to live in your city.
1: Yeah. So that's usually how that works, but I'm I'm pretty grounded right now where I'm at here in the city. That's good. So my plan is well if I if I don't leave I am going to build my foundation where I stand. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that was really the inspiration behind doing it.
2: On top of, you know, you you have to deal with a lot of B S, you know, in the business yeah. and you get tired of having to ask people about getting on shows and you
0: know you got clicks and people you know just act funny like eventually. my page too and like other
1: com- comedic clicks it's, it's, it's comedic clicks it's promoters Yeah. Um. It's, it's the whole shebang so you know I was like well look I've been doing this long enough I know what I'm capable of how about I just do my own thing instead of doing your show I'll just do my own show I did a show one time and uh, the guy who was promoting the show was like, hey, man, awesome show. You know, we should get together and do yeah. something. I was like, cool, that sounds great, man. Let's do it. Yeah, he was like, yeah, man, if you can bring uh, 30 to 40 people to the show, we can do something. And I'm kind of looking at him like, well, fuck? Yeah. yeah, I'm like, well, if I can bring 30 to 40 people, what the hell I need you for? Yeah. You know, so it's that type of stuff where, you know, if it's year one, year two for you yeah. as a comic you're gullible to fall for those type of stuff, but you're talking to uh, a seasoned vet. It's so like getting catfished, basically. It's worse than getting catfished. It's it's like you're getting a broomstick up. <laughs> I mean, it's it's more raw. The catfish is like a, a you know a kiss on the cheek compared to <laughs> some of the stuff that that goes on in this business. But it yeah. is what it is, man. You know, you just have to know your worth. Um, what you're capable of, what you're going to go for, and what you're not going to go for, and once you set your your standards and your boundaries, you you go from there. You know,
0: you don't you don't take any any shorts from anybody. That has to take a while to get to because it's not you know, comedy isn't necessarily based off people's. You know, it doesn't come from a place of high self esteem. You know. Oh no! No really. No, no. <laughs> There's oh, a no, self loathing. Oh, yeah. buried there. Yeah. I, you know, it was weird. I was having a conversation with um, some
1: other comics the other day. And um, I was telling a younger comic, I was like, you cannot be a great comic until you've been through some shit. Yeah. You know, it's like you, because you have nothing to talk about. Yeah. You know, most comics are self loathing, closely suicidal, and depressed people. Yep. Um, but Definitely. That's only because their life experiences has brought them to that point, and sometimes them being on that stage talking about it is the only outlet that they have. Yeah, it's, you know? I mean, it probably needs therapy too, but it it, oh, it yeah. helps, dude. Plenty of times I've been on the stage just venting, yeah. you know, and you know the crowd may be looking at me like, Hey, <laughs> "What the fuck?" I came here we don't I know the came here to laugh. Right, we don't know whether to laugh or call a hotline for you, like. <laughs> like I've, I've seen some people have breakdowns on stage man yeah. but that's that's the price that we pay for bearing our souls to complete strangers you yeah, know and absolutely.
0: we do it willingly and pa- is part of it because you it's harder to bear your soul to someone that you know or that you you want to know deeply and like you're just you want to make strangers laugh because they're disposable ah right. well
1: you know it's, it's a little bit of you know every comic search for that approval oh yeah you know like we we want that approval from that audience that hey you're you're doing a good thing you know you're on you're on the right track because most of the time we're just ranting on our views on like you know what we see out of our window yeah. every day the things that we experience and if you're a person who's Never experienced anything, and you've been sheltered all your life, and never lived life. Then you're you're probably a sucky cop, you know, because yeah. it's, it's it's
0: our flaws and our defects that makes us, you know, interesting. Yeah, but not everyone's like a Seinfeld is more observational. No, it doesn't get personal. I mean, personal. you know, you got some great writers. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You got a lot of great writers who can.
1: You know put you know um magic to a, a pad and pen you know but the guys that i think people relate to yeah um you know soundfell is real cool you know i can't relate to none of the things that he talks about no i mean you know i mean a lot of it is observational a lot of it is bit sarcasm but overall i can't relate to none of that louis ck however i could totally yeah, clean, like, yeah. <laughs> Louis, I can totally relate to a lot of the stuff, but just his 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 frame of mind with a lot of the stuff he talks about is is observational too. But it comes from a real perspective. Yeah,
0: you, and know? you believe that it. he's not yeah, just when, playing a character in this so Yeah, it's like when, that's him kind of up there. Yeah, when he, he had a one joke where he said like where he wanted to he said he wanted to
1: call his, one of his daughters an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Now if you have kids. There's a moment where you feel like you want to say that to your yeah. child, you know. You probably shouldn't, but that's an honest feeling. I can relate to that, you know. Yeah, uh, you have a kid? Well, I, I have two stepkids. Awesome, awesome. So, but... And, in, then I've had and you want to be like... Yeah, I've you, had those moments where, like, you, you asshole, you're you you know? being a piece of shit. Yeah, but that's but that's an honest, you know, feeling. And yeah. having a person up there saying the things that... You either feel or think it's like a release. Like, oh, I thought it was just me. Yeah, You know, my kid's a piece of shit, too. Right. So for a person who's not a comic and they come to the show and they hear stuff like that, you know, yeah,
2: it, it might not be a most politically correct thing, but it's the most honest thing you will probably hear that night. Yeah. You know, and that probably is a feeling that you're we get to say
1: a lot of things that a lot of people are thinking and yeah. we get to open people's minds up to things that they don't really see you know I've, I've had people come up to me after the show was like
0: hey you know that was freaking hilarious you know what you said um I've never thought of pineapple juice that way yeah you know and, about, <laughs> yeah, come, <laughs> um, come, come come tasting like pineapple juice that oh, well I've heard All
1: right, like, I, I can't stamp that myself um Maybe some, some females uh, may, can stand there, but not... I mean, i prefer if they have pineapple juice first, you know. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't know, but, you know, those are the type of things that, you know, people kind towards, you know, and they relate to. And, and, it, and it helps build a connection with yeah. you and the audience, you know, when I think some of the best comedy is the stuff that you can sit there and listen to and be like, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah you know the inter- ability. Yeah, and that's that's how people get fans that's how people develop followings because you know especially with pop culture and stuff that's going on in the world now there's certain people that you like I want I can't wait to hear what John Stewart has to say yeah. you know yeah. about this about this issue here I can't wait to hear what Chris Rock is going to say you know when people understand your voice They they can't wait to hear Your take on things You know Some people do that And I think You know That's part of the reason Why The Daily Show is so big Because People like The perspective Yeah They you need know, to they, turn into that, turn yeah, to that You place. know Like John Stewart has A good perspective on Now granted He's surrounded by a bunch of great writers. Yeah, but, but but I mean he he writes for two and then right like delivery the right delivery is right he's he's the person so in front of the camera yeah so people hang on that you know that yeah. you know it's people that watch the Daily Show more than they do the actual
0: news. Well, the news is it's all crap. I mean it's it I is, mean it, do you want filtered news and not laughing or filtered right. news or well, you have I mean, to laugh? Certainly,
1: the news is probably the most depressing show oh yeah I don't know why I ever watch this shit I'm a
0: natural depressive and it's just like oh there was a murder and then you're like oh I feel bad but then at the same time you're like I don't give a shit yeah. so the, the juxtaposition well, I, of that well, and you're watching day after day someone gets murdered in this neighborhood I haven't been to it, it, it starts to desensitize us yeah. I think um I can't
1: help but to watch it you know like I, I watch it in the morning when I'm getting ready for work and periodically, I'll watch it. Now, when I watch the news, I watch it to be
0: aware of what's going on, and also, I look for material. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I, 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 I peruse George report off post, I mean, like, I'm going to write something about this, or now that I have this podcast, like, I'm going to talk about this.
1: It's almost impossible for you to not... I mean, as a comic, even if you're not a comic, it's almost impossible... For you to watch the news and not find at least three things that's just
0: absolutely absurd and hilarious. And there are always stories from Florida, California, <laughs> or Ohio. Those are the hot spots. Yeah, those are the hot. Everything spots. happens. Sometimes Texas as well. Oh yeah. But it's mostly California, Ohio, and Florida. You oh, can't... and Jersey. Also, oh, yeah. those five states are responsible for ninety percent of the news. Oh yeah.
1: You, you can't you can't go wrong with with any of those
0: uh, states. You know, they they give you what we call gems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Cause it's There's a there's People out of their minds Everywhere You're Like I'm, I'm out of my mind But it, The self-awareness That isn't there In these people That's what makes them Do these crazy Like outrageous things That get on the news They get on the news Things not to disappoint Your family And mm-hmm. friends And get yourself in Some small trouble things But the outrageous Like This is on Drudge Report A fucking post And this becomes Like headline news For like What Leno used to do Right yeah, his monologue about things that were happening in the world and stuff. And right. I mean, we.
1: I think um, we're we're
0: kind of unsung heroes in, in in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because we bring uh, a dynamic to the
1: masses that number one isn't always recognized. Um, when people watch the news or they, they read the headlines, that's going on. Ninety percent of the stuff is depressing. Oh fuck yeah! It it brings you down, and we have a way. It brings us up. Yeah, we have (laughs) a way. uh, Yeah, we're poking fun at it. We're not, you know, we're not making light of it because it's a, you know, um, you know, it's a terrible situation. Like, for instance, I, I have a joke about cyberbullying.
0: Yeah, and how ridiculous I think it is that kids are killing
1: themselves over cyberbullying. You know, because I remember a time where you had to deal with actual bullies. So you had to learn how to fight. Yeah, bullies are lazy now. Like, they can assault you across the world yeah, now. Like, yeah. you don't have to get beat up now, you know? Yeah, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. LOL. You know, yeah. it's like, it doesn't even, it's <laughs> not that serious, you know, for kids to go jump off a bridge because, you know, people are writing stuff about them. You know, in order to be on, a, in order to get cyberbullying, you have to be on the internet. So yeah. I'm like, who is these kids that's getting harassed? Get off the internet,
0: right? I mean, is that so much of a mind-blowing idea? Pull the plug, take karate, or... <laughs> you know what? Parents, parents need to do a better job of it. Like, you, whatever you're feeling right now right. is fucking bullshit. Yeah. And, like, these people are not going to matter. Like, you're there middle school and high school. That shit is six years out of an entire span of your life. Mm-hmm.
1: You There's- should learn to have
0: it roll off your shoulder be Like, I'm out of this, bitch.
1: Right, but... You know, it,
0: that's our it's, most it's, vulnerable time. It's
1: like you know, and and this and i you know whoever you know listeners don't think I'm a you know uh, a heartless person by saying this, but I, I saw like an ad where they had a fund where they were collecting money to help stop cyberbullying,
0: which is impossible.
1: And I'm like, well, what are you, what are you supposed to do? Like, where's the money going? Yeah, to help stop? You know, <laughs> uh, is the money to pay off the bullies? You know. Like, what is this fun for? Is, like, it's, it's going to MySpace to relaunch as a safe zone. If, so if you, want to, teach, if you so. want to teach kids how to how to deal with bullying, and I'm not promoting violence, teach them how to throw a jab, okay? Yeah. Teach them how to throw a right cross. Yeah. Playing, playing yeah, <laughs> in the You know, that's not going to help. These no, kids. not at all. You know, but but my whole point in saying all that is, is to merely say that's the type of stuff that society, you know, look at and think, oh, you know, this is a serious issue and we need to campaign to work. No, talk to your kids, teach your yes. kids how to defend themselves, um, teach them. Uh, better conflict resolution, you know, skills, you know, don't just, you know, it, it's mind-blowing to me when I think about it, because maybe it's just me being old
0: school, but being bullied was like a rite of passage, you yeah. know, like, and then you had to bully someone else to know how bad it felt <laughs> to, to right. be a bully, because that hurts, too, like... These bullies were hurting inside also, probably.
1: Right. I mean, most of them probably came from crappy homes yeah. where their parents was, you know, was assholes to them. And so they just took it out on the littlest kids yeah. that they, they could find. Now, that's a, you know, that's a vicious cycle that, that has to be fixed within yeah. the house. But for the kids that's getting the, the short end of the stick... You know, it was a rites of passage for me. Now, of course, I didn't enjoy it at all. But, you know, after a while, when I got tired of getting beat up, um, I, I fought back. A lot of times I didn't win, but, hey, I made my point. That, hey, you're not just gonna take my lunch money. Yeah, it's
0: gonna you cost know, you a little yeah. bit. You're gonna have to earn this. Yeah, lunch I mean, on. I I mean, uh, I got long legs, I learned how to keep yeah. the balls. So you can run. Oh yeah, that was my thing. <laughs> I, I I got a fight once and I actually was like I tried to use a catchphrase. I was like ballroom dancing, and I, <laughs> I whacked the guy in the yeah, dick. See, see,
1: that's what you don't do. You don't announce yeah. <laughs> it. No, because okay, somebody here ballroom dancing like, oh no, yeah, you I covered know it up is. he it's covered like, up and they punch you in the face. Yeah, it's more like, hey
0: Told me like, look, next time you get picked on, you gotta hit this kid. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. And I interpreted this as like, why don't you go ask him to play? <laughs> so I go ring his doorbell. I was like, hey, is Michael there? And he comes to the door, and I hit him. <laughs> but I hit him in the stomach. Like I didn't. I didn't wait till the next, you know, encounter. I, I tried to just. he didn't bother you anymore, did he? No, we were still... We were always... I lived in between two sociopaths, so we were always... (laughs) It was always, like, two against one, one way or the other. And, like, I hit him in the stomach, and it just, like... He absorbed it and just bounced back, and I just stare at him (laughs) wide-eyed, like, oh, fuck. And he just pushed me in the bushes, and he closed the door. And, like... Like, I don't feel like playing today. Yeah, I misinterpreted my dad's <laughs> so on. Yeah, instead of like wait to the next time he yeah. picks on you, it was more like I put a hit on uh, a <laughs> botched hit. Yeah. It, it, it's funny because I, I came up in a old school kinda um
2: you know, setting and my, my brother, my older brother was, was kinda the enforcer and he would tell me
1: like it felt like we was plotting to kill a kid <laughs> he was like, Here's what you do Yeah. See him walking down the hall. You wait till you get away from his friends. And you catch him by himself, and you whoop his ass. You whoop his ass good. Yeah, you know it was you, bleed. you know it was like, oh my god. And I'm like six. I'm like, okay, let me get this you know, <laughs> in a <boat."> hook. <laughs> so it, I mean, times change. I, I I get that. We we we're in a different time, different society. You know, but to, to go back to you know how we got here.
2: You know, that's that's the type of stuff that. You know, we we bring, you know, as, as comedians is to get you to look at the absurdity of the things that haunts us, the things that we fear and the yeah. things that we feel like we have no control of. Right. You know? And so honestly I think
1: comedians should get paid what lawyers get paid. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Only because, you know, it's it's hard as
0: fuck, like well, I, I haven't I haven't tried saying it because like
1: it, I would argue
0: it's the hardest art form. Definitely. I mean, it's, 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 it's no walking apart. Um, you take so much of heat if it doesn't work. Yeah. You know? It's, it, I paid $5 throw, and I
1: expect I, to be entertained. Hey, i try. tried this. I've done free shows and people complain about it. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you didn't pay nothing. Yeah, I know. But I wasted my time. My time is precious. It's like, yeah, why is you, fucking to Go home, walk, watch Walker, Texas, Ranger, yeah. jerk off
0: and go to sleep. A some so 12-year-old. <laughs> right, you know, some... I mean, the to high from orgasm. He It isn't enough for them. I'm not satisfied. I mean, great episode, but I'm not, but not satisfied. <laughs> Koreans. Yeah, I got on a
1: Korean site and made fun of them. <laughs> yeah, and that's how you get off. Yeah But you know you, you got people like that man And you know We, we just try to really You know we, we just try to get people To look at things You know Then you got people Who do comedy for Different reasons Whether
2: it's to fit yeah. in Yeah Or to deal with Their own social anxiety Which a lot of comics have Like oh, awesome On stage They can, You know They're flawless But yeah. coming off the stage
1: They're
0: They're virtual Meets you know, yeah. I mean, it's
1: weird like that but,
0: um, They're like the person in the corner yeah. That's like yeah. coming up with dark a, things a to say That's of, what I was A lot of well-known comics are like that Yeah You know, um, there was a guy um, named Mitch who Oh uh,
1: yeah, rest awesome. in peace yeah, yeah, great comic, awesome But had the worst stage fright uh, He used to wear shades when he was on on yeah.
0: stage yeah he had those like Roy Orbison shades out yeah, there. yeah he used to wear you know kind of color shades you know and he used to have
1: terrible stage fright, and a lot of people you know didn't know it you know but you know in, in some interviews he was just like dude I'd be completely nervous you know yeah. on these shows but you know in watching them you'd be like this dude is freaking hilarious yeah he would never know these things you know but those are the type of things that You know, guys go through and they 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 manage to overcome that, and that's one of the risks that we take. You know, to having having stage fright, like it's it's a serious thing. It can break you down because you're so in your head about it. You're like, well, I'm just absolutely terrified to go in front of these people and talk to them, but I'm gonna do it anyway and hope it works out. Yeah, you know. But the payoff is always great when you got people that's laughing and you get an applause and folks come up to you after the shows like, yo, you were awesome. It was hilarious. And it's a drug. Once you, once yeah. you get that, that great show, you want it all the time. You Absolutely. Know, it's, 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 it's a very euphoric feeling. You want it all the time and you can't let it go, you know. Better than sex?
2: I, geez, listen, I've had some shows where I was like, this is awesome. I've slept with some women where I was like, I could have really not had this happen. Yeah,
1: like,
0: why well,
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I, this I, did not fill the hole. Like, I could have just watched Lost there. and got... Right, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm more invested in the relationships of <laughs> fictional characters yeah. and their sex lives, you know, because... Right, I, I totally want to know who's going to nail Pamela Anderson. Yeah, and exactly. I just uh, <laughs> looked up something that apparently Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang Theory is getting divorced. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, is she going to get back with Johnny Galecki? I'm like, why don't I uh, focus on getting a job? <laughs> right. Things like that. But you're just drawn to it because, yeah. like, I'm rude. Some people are like, yeah, that, I hope they get divorced or something. <laughs> I'm like, rooting for these people. Yeah, they, yes. It's hard for, like, creative people, especially on that level, to find, like, their soulmate because, yeah, I mean, it, they're not going to be able to relate to regular folk as much or vice versa. It's,
1: it's kind of weird,
0: you know, and I think this is kind of the thing with uh,
1: folks in Hollywood on why so many Hollywood people get married and divorced so frequently. You know, it's because, you know, when, you, when you're at a, when you in front of the camera you're on the road, you're on location, you're away from
2: people. Yeah. You know, you're away from regular people. So the only people that you can kind of relate to is people that's in the business. People that's yeah. pretty much living the same life
1: you live in. But the trouble with that is that they're always gone. You know, yeah. like you have a fling for a minute and you're dumb enough to think that it's going to work. Yeah, this is going to be for yeah. my forever love. Yeah, no, no. Until they no.
0: hook up there, with their next co-star. There is no forever for famous people. Best luck is to find someone normal, and it's still kind of a, a, a dangerous thing because people who are not famous or
1: not in an entertainment lifestyle don't understand that you're out all the time. You're traveling, you're performing all the time. You're gone. You're away. Yeah. So that's always a problem. Um, I've had issue with my with my significant other because she. She doesn't... Well, she gets it now. Yeah. But it takes a strong person to, number one, understand it. Number two, to be able to accept it. Yeah. So that's why a lot of artists are usually lonely people. Check. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're usually lonely people, you know. uh, Especially comics. Uh, We're usually lonely people, you know, because we travel. Um, We have...
0: Uh, A distorted outlook on the world And this fear Especially (laughs) if you start out Yeah. So you know It takes a strong person To say you know I'll be here when you get back
2: Yeah. It's okay for you to be gone And I trust you It takes a really strong
1: person to, To do that And so You know that's why you have people Who basically hook up in the business yeah. Like when you hear, okay, this movie star are hooked up with this movie star. You're like, of course. Of course they did. Yeah. You know, like I don't understand. I don't understand why any movie stars get married. You know, unless you're marrying someone that you was married to before you got famous. Right. I right. have no idea in a while how you can be worth, you know, $40 million and you're married to another person that's married to $20 million. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like you're going to be a power couple, but it's
0: crazy. Like, it right. doesn't
1: even make sense to
0: me. Because they're, I mean, they're making out other people uh, for a living and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, an intense experience. Like, over and over and over again. The insecurity that comes with that and needing to stay on top. Right. But, I mean, they have things in common. They both have their careers. But I feel like it's easier. It'd be easier to walk away if you had a regular person, like a real person yeah. to, to yeah. be able to walk back to. Well,
1: then also to that, having a regular person will keep you more grounded than somebody that's always on the move. Yeah. You know, like it's it's kind of a catch twenty two, you know, you get the it's frozen cons to it. You know, yeah. granted this famous person that's on the road, they can relate and they understand. But then you have this this uh this uh, civilian who doesn't quite get it but they
0: accept you for you and yeah. understand that who you truly are. Yeah. And, you know, when you're done traveling, you just want to be left alone. You just want to be around people that get you. Instead yeah. of all of these fake people that's just feeding you false information. Your yeah, entourage, You, know, yeah, you, you know, need your real of, people that will call you out on your shit. A bunch of yes people. And do you, do you ever feel the need to, like, get the validation from your partner before you even go, like, to try material? Like, do you feel, is uh-huh. it hard to suppress that idea? Like, <laughs> honey, what do you think of this dick joke? She doesn't care. That's lame
1: <laughs> She doesn't care Like She under- Well first of all We've been together Long enough where She understands that That's my lane Yeah You know She doesn't have Any input But Every now and then She'll get the bug And she'll say Something where she's like Oh that's funny But she doesn't try to. She'll just yeah. put it out there Yeah You know And a lot of stuff That she says i don't like babe That's funny that's funny, you know. So that that helps solidify the little comedian in her. Yeah, absolutely. It makes her feel good, you know. But she understands that that's my lane. That's Daddy's lane. I'm gonna <laughs> let him do. I'm gonna let him handle that, you know. I'm just here
0: for support. Right. You know. Yeah. So. Awesome. So you got you got a show tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. I actually that's uh got to got get ready for a show uh
1: here at the Arness and Draft House. Dropping in, I did a show here on Thursday, which was awesome with uh, Cool Cal Comedy. you uh, shout out to them. Uh, went really well, really nice. well. Um, nice crowd. Everybody was there, ready to go. And uh, tonight, I'm um, back here just to drop in, do a quick guest spot, cool. and uh, you know, just have fun, man. Yeah. Good luck with that
0: guest spot tonight. And when's the when's his DVD coming out? Very soon. Uh, nice. Very soon. Uh, it should be out, we're going to say, um, towards the end of September. Let's awesome. In yeah. September? All right, well, I'll yeah. try to get these random listeners in Pyongyang, North yes. Korea.
1: Yes. <laughs> I, I checked the statistics
0: on, on uh, the podcast, like the listeners and one. But I have a friend that's in Korea awesome. uh, right now, awesome. but there's some other random things, so I'll, I'll, I'll hit it up. Hit all the uh, North Koreans and Lithuanians, that hey, there might listen. be bots that are listening to this. I mean, bots are people too, and bots buy DVDs. But I'll, I'll let everyone know that Black Manny's is on its way, yes, and it's not yes. a porn, and it's,
1: it's yes. funny shit. You can get all the information you want on
0: www.gregstevenscomedy.com. And you know it's legit because we met on Craigslist in like 2005. Right. <laughs> What's that website again? Yeah, www.gregstevenscomedy.com.
1: All awesome, one
0: yeah. Awesome. Thanks for joining me tonight. No and this is Thanks a really nice time. car by the way. Thank you, thank you. IWICs are fucking great. <laughs> I know, I love you. Shout out to Buick Shout out to Buick. Alright. We can get maybe we can get some free uh gas cars or something <laughs> for promoting it. Yeah the Tiger Woods isn't their spokesman anymore because he fucked all of his waitresses and shit. I know. So See? you can get anyone in the world and you're gonna fuck an IHOP waitress. That's a whole nother story. That's why oh, next time. Story. Next episode, all about time to live its fucking eye op so yeah. Good night, America, and Pyongyang, and Lithuania. Hey, peace out, man. <laughs> all right.